Hey everyone, welcome to the Do The Thing Dating Experiment. Uh, my name is Stacy Lauren and I am your host and I am just loving this new podcast. And for those of you just tuning in, uh, this is a beta podcast that I'm deciding if I want to keep going. I had promised my community I was going to do 10 episodes and see where it goes. And so we are actually probably on number 10 today. So we'll, uh, we'll get a good idea after this, but, um, pretty much I decided to start this podcast because a lot of my community members were wanting to just have other ways of dating and putting themselves out there. And then also, um, having intention setting and revealing themselves in a new way. And it's really been working so well in terms of uh, through these interviews, I've been able to reveal who they are and the fun side, the wants and the desires and just all of the juicy and amazing things that we all want from life. And so I had to then bring on someone that is juicy herself because she is the epitome of just like do the thing in terms of just knowing yourself and your body and what you bring. And just this, like this, if you, for those of you that can't see me, I'm literally like having this like orgasm right now as I'm talking, it's like this, she's like a walking <laughs> orgasm pretty much. <laughs> I thank you. It's true. <laughs> the most beautiful way, but yeah. And I met her in person a few years ago. And I just was like drawn to her because she has this energy that just like brings you in. And so I just thought it was perfect to get a chance to bring her on here. She is a do the thing expert um, with all the things that we've done there. And so I figured we'd bring her into the new podcast as well and talk to her about it. And so um, she's an erotic blueprint coach and so many, so many other things. And so I'm so excited to have you guys meet Genesis. Hi, Genesis. Hi, Stacy. I am getting such a kick out of how much I've already rubbed off on you. You're using <laughs> desire and juicy like it flows really easily out of your vocabulary now. You know, it's so funny. I've been saying this is because like having a podcast and like getting to interview people and like I'm almost like absorbing it even more because I'm in the middle of doing it versus me just listening. And so it's true. It's like because we've done a few episodes now, you've been on an expert panel and we've had obviously lots of other conversations through consulting work that I've done with you, but, uh, or coaching work that I've done with you, but yeah, it's like, it's amazing how, um, just how like the right person at the right time can really like impact you and bring out your true, your true desire on what you want. Yeah, absolutely. You're so right. I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm smiling, smiling, smiling. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm so glad to be here again uh, with you all. Um, yes, I've done this a couple of times so far. We've had some great conversations and it just is such a pleasure to be back uh, with you and, and to be sharing. Um, as Stacy mentioned, I'm an erotic blueprint breakthrough coach. So I really focus on helping couples and individuals deepen their intimate connections and improve their communication skills. And really ultimately so that they can have their desires met. And that might be hot, juicy, yummy sex. So uh, I'm excited to be here today. This is a, a topic that's near and dear to my heart, which is being yourself, accepting all of your parts. So excited. yeah, I love, I love that. And it's so, um, it's like our culture is so not doing that right now in so many ways. So you have to seek out that you know, that type of thing. So then you can really bring out all the parts of yourself. It is true. 
It, it actually, it's reminding me of um, some marketing experts right now have been talking about really understanding your ideal client avatar and, and really narrowing in on exactly who you want to serve. And I thought about the similarities to that with finding your person, right? Mm. You're not going to be for everyone. So when you're casting these wide nets, particularly on dating apps, you're really not resonating with anyone specifically because you're trying to be too general and be for everyone. In the process, you're not getting a chance to really show your true unique spirit, which is what's going to actually draw someone to you. They're going to resonate with the who you are that's really unique and really quirky and loves these things. And that's going to be a lot better than going on dates with people who you know, think you're kind of something maybe that you're not, or that doesn't really light you up. Yeah. And you're bringing up a really important point because, um, one of the things that really got me excited about doing this podcast, number one, the community kind of asked for it, you know, in in different ways, not this exact thing, but something about this. And then, um, and then also just seeing the dating apps out there. And obviously that was what spurred me to even start the do the thing singles community. Cause I kept seeing people's frustration being on those. And then, uh, also when you go to like different things, like retreats, even where we met, there's just all these amazing people, right? Single looking for love and wherever you meet them, whether it's a party or a date or whatever it is, it's so hard for them to see the real you. Cause we all have these like layers put up you know, in the beginning. Yeah. And it's like, until you can uncover that layer, you know, it's, it's like really hard to get to know people. And then the problem is because people are jaded, um, because they've been doing the serial dating thing a while, because that's what's kind of like things are designed for now. It's like the more rigid you're getting about being, um, I want to use the word judgmental and just so you guys know, I'm not generalizing this with everybody. I'm just saying what I've seen so far doing this work. It's like having these judgments, preconceived judgments about people. So you're just not even allowing that space to be able to like open up to both have someone get to know you and to get to know somebody else. You're absolutely right. I mean, we all do it. Um, It's about shortcutting. You know, we make assumptions, we have stereotypes that we have built into our head and we, you know, look at someone and very quickly assess whether or not we think we'd get along with them. And, and we instantly start building walls or creating pathways based on those immediate assumptions. And one of the things that I've, I've found particularly effective is to be very unabashedly yourself very quickly. Most people don't expect this, right? They're, they're used to the kind of holding back, let's wait and see, duh, duh, duh. but if you can kind of get out in front with a little bit of shock and get a real clear sense of who you are, you're going to really initiate a quick connection. Um, so for example, um, the night I met my fiance, I said, hey, I just have to let you know up front, I'm bisexual, I'm polyamorous, and I'm kinky. So if none of that, if that doesn't work for you, that's fine. Cool. Thanks for letting me know. But just by being out so quickly with some tough topics um, that, of course, I was like, yeah, tender on, you know, before and when I was dating. It, it just like immediately was like this click. It was like, wow, OK, this is an interesting human. I want to know more. 
and it it caused lean in. It it you know drew in further to then get to know each other on a deeper level. I have to say before before that, for the months before that, when I was on the dating apps, I was being trying to be somebody for everybody, right? Trying to be general, trying not to give too much information too fast, didn't want to turn people off. But then I'd go on dates with people that those things were completely unacceptable for. Mm. And that was a waste of time. So I found it was just easier to be quick with that right up front from the very beginning. I'm also six feet tall, bright red hair, right? I'm a lot. So he came pretty quickly with the question of, do you only date guys that are taller than you? I said, no, but I have a big personality. So you've got to be able to hold that. <laughs> we were getting some of this, like, like let's, let's get this out of the way first, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm not going to date somebody that's only 5'10", he's not going to waste his time. <laughs> if he's not going to date somebody that's bisexual, I'm not going to waste my time. Well, what we found was two amazingly multidimensional humans who get along great and fantastically. And it's amazing because you're like already putting that out there. So then you're not like having to, you're already, you're pre-selecting without even having to pre-select if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, okay. So I, I'm going to give you an idea of what this podcast is. Um, so far, of course it's going to evolve. I'm sure if, if we continue to do it, but pretty much where it started is I'm interviewing people and I'm basically getting to know them. Um, like in terms of what their wants are. And it's been so fun with like, even asking like their ideal date. Cause I'm getting to know them just from that, you know? And it's like, some people are saying like, Oh, miniature golfing, or, um, she's an, one girl's an author. So she said, uh, going to a bookstore and getting to just read books. Um, someone else said an amusement park and someone else said thrifting. And so like all these different things, you know, just in terms of just getting to see what their, what their personality is and bringing that out in them. And, um, and then also what they're looking for in a partner, what they're looking to bring into a relationship and really like through it, like I've really been able to help them like reveal themselves. And it was interesting when I did the first episode, I realized like I've already done this before. I don't know if you remember, but I was in the staffing industry for 20 years and yeah. I like would see resumes and never want to like, just look at the resume. I would always want to talk to the person. And so it was just interesting that like, now it's like this parallel of dating of like, you know, I'm like pulling out this like person, you know, and then through that, it's been really neat because, um, what's come out of it. One of the people had showed her vision board that she has for her life. And then she's also going to do a vision or she also showed her vision board for her partner that she wants. And then that's inspiring. Now a vision board, um, session, we're going to do a little workshop on like creating a vision board for your partner. And so like oh, new things, so <laughs> yeah, new things are already like spurning out, but I'd love to hear just your thoughts just in general about a podcast like this. And what do you think it could do for the person and, and for the people listening to? I love it. I love that you're really focusing on who that person is, who they are, what they're looking for, in which ways they want to grow relationships are the ultimate growth vehicle. If you think you've done your personal growth work, get into a relationship and find that next layer and that next level. So I, I think what you're doing is, is brilliant. I encourage people to really be clearly themselves and be semi-flexible in the what you're looking for, right? Um, 
there are a lot of different ways in which the universe can fulfill your desires that I guarantee you the universe is a little bit better at it than you are. And uh, one of my favorite statements is, and so shall it be, or something even better, right? Mm. So I, I desire a partner who is smart, who is funny, who is generous, who is kind, or something even better, right? Gosh, he just also happens to be, you know, president of this company, or he just happens to have these kinds of friends. You didn't know you could ask for those. They weren't on your checklist, but you get that or something better. So being open to all the infinite possibilities that exist while being very clear about who you are, I mm. feel like it's the best way to find an ideal match. Yeah. And I'd love to talk to you about, um, you just brought up the type because that's what I see holding so many people back is the, he's not my type. She's not my type. And I talked to Kate Middleton about this and I thought it was interesting. It's like, just because someone's the reason why people, and she didn't say it exactly like this, but um, a lot of times people are looking for their type because that's what's familiar to them, you know? And I'd love to just kind of talk about that for a minute because I feel like that's what's really going to get you to expand to like meet your partner as when you can release this like preconceived notion of what your type is. Wow. I'm, I just started reading this book called Wild Attraction, which actually is speaking about our types and that immediate grab attraction is on an energetic level, us attempting to recreate essentially pain or trauma. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? I was laughing so hard. It was like reading this whole section and it was the conversation happening between the two people's energies where it was like, Hey, I'll trigger your mother wound around never being, you know, cared for and feeling neglected and not good enough all the time. If you'll trigger my daddy wound around, you know, never being available and, um, you know, wishing I'd been a boy, you know, like it was, it was this like little conversation kind of thing that's happening because on an energetic level, we're always communicating. So a lot of times our type, you know, tall, dark, handsome comes from some sort of past that we're kind of like replaying because it's familiar. Mm. So yeah, throw the type out the window. Focus on the who you want them to be on the inside, how you want them to present in the world, how you want them to show up and what do you want them to be passionate about and and let go of must be six two, must be have dark wavy hair, you know, must have chiseled jawline and broad shoulders. like seriously. Yeah, because what I think they don't realize is, um, or what sometimes what people don't realize is that the sexual attraction isn't coming from that. It comes from something so much more. You're you're right. Um, <laughs> your erotic mind. You have you have an erotic type, even. Um, and again, it it is. It's it's coming from this deeper, often unconscious level. Um, so giving yourself, not not continuing to be driven by, right? You're in control. You're driving. Don't allow your past to drive you unconsciously. Yeah. 
the other thing I've been noticing just from so far, I'm sharing the podcast in the group and people are, um, what's happening is it's so cool. It's like, it's like that idea of like, oh, I'm not alone. Like I've been like, even though they're watching this other woman that wants to meet a partner and they're getting to see what she wants. And, and a lot of the people have been like divorced or widowed so far that I've interviewed. And so, you know, like they've lived for everyone else. And this is the first time that they're like trying to figure out who they are. Right. And one of the people I interviewed who I just adore, she um, was talking about how after she got divorced, um, she was watching football. And all of a sudden she's like, why am I watching football? I don't even like football. It was her husband, like her ex-husband like football. And yeah. it's like, for the first time in your life, you're like figuring out what you actually want. And so one of the women or a few of the women actually had said like, wow, I actually feel like seen through you, you know, like I don't feel so alone anymore. And so that's been really, really, really cool too. I mean, that reminds me of uh, the movie Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts, right? Where Richard Gere is interviewing all of these exes and every one of them was like, oh yeah, she liked her eggs exactly the same way I did. Scrambled. The next guy would say fried. The next guy would say over easy. The next guy would say poached because she didn't know what she wanted. She didn't know what she liked because she was too busy conforming to what they mm. And, and I love the scene where he sits down, he makes her eat eggs of every single style to decide which one is her favorite. It's true. We, we do. I mean, not always, it's not always bad, right? We learn from our partners. We grow, we expand into new things. We try new things. That's all fine and good. Just take a few minutes to come back to yourself. Get quiet. Listen to your heart. Listen to your gut. Listen to your pussy. You, know? <laughs> you knew it was coming. Um, <laughs> that li- really take a moment to listen to your own voice of, do I really enjoy this? Does this really light me up? Is this what I'm passionate about? And don't do things that you don't like. <laughs> it just builds resentment. So be you unabashed you yeah and so I'd love to go there now so what um what advice do you have for people like picture like they're now date they're out in the world you know the wild world (laughs) (laughs) and uh and I'm just like so right now I'm speaking to the people that are like in that divorced widowed you know kind of like place of over 40 I mean I guess there's there's more there's more people in the group that have been joining but um, hold on. Let me rephrase this question. I want to think of the right question to ask for this. Um, okay. Yeah. So what I'm noticing is that a lot of the people that are, um, in the community are like, they're a mixture of terrified, right? Because they're single again, you yeah. know, but then also they have this like hint of freedom and they just want to have fun and adventure. And so it's like, let's talk to that person because that's such a fun, scary but exciting place to be. Oh, that is a great place to be. It's an opportunity where you're like, it, you just got out of your cage, right? Think, think about your puppy that you just let out of the kennel. Like he's running and he's scampering and he's playing and he picks up the ball and then he picks up the bone and then he moves over here and he does this, right? You've been locked up in a cage. If you've been in a, a relationship that wasn't fulfilling to you, So yeah, of course you got out, you got some enthusiasm, you're excited, go for it at the pace that works for your nervous system, right? 
You want to push your edges, but stay within your boundaries. Growth happens outside your comfort zone, but within your boundaries. So if you have clear boundaries about, you know, you're afraid of heights, well, then no, don't go. If you feel a little. Oh, hold on one second. Your, uh, your, your Zoom cut out for a minute. Oh, there you are. I hear you again. Okay, cool. Start from where you said, um, afraid of heights and then red, it skipped after that. Yeah. So growth happens outside of your comfort zone, but within your boundaries. So if you are deathly afraid of heights, no, don't go on an adventure to learn how to climb Mount Everest. But if you feel nervous, excited, or nervited as it would be about, you know, trying a, you know, roller derby, then go for it, do it, check it out, try it. Um, A lot of people, when they are in this stage of, yay, I'm free, really learn and discover a lot about themselves. And it's, it's a little bit of a, a game, right? It's try this. Do I like it? I don't know. Try this. Do I like it? Nope. Try this. Do you like it? Oh yeah. I really like that. Think of it as a a banquet table, right? There's a bunch of stuff available. You can taste a bite, see what you think. If you like it, have some more. If you don't, don't. There's, um, it's a real opportunity. It's a great time to be at. And, And of course you're nervous. Of course you're, you know, a little bit like, oh my gosh, is this okay to do? Yes. Get the lace thong panties. It's okay to do. And what do you think would be a good, like first step for someone that's sort of just been living for everyone else. And now is finally like getting on their own, wanting to date, or maybe they've been dating and it's just been like hitting their head against the wall. What do you think is like a good first step for that person? I think a great first step is sit down with your journal or notebook or computer or phone, whatever, whatever your medium is, and just start listing out, just make a list that's called fun stuff and, and make a list of the things that you like, make a list of the things you think you might want to try, make a list of the things, you know, you don't want to try and just give yourself a, a few minutes, you know, every couple of days or so, just sit down with yourself and say, what can I add to the list today? just starting to take inventory uh, because you're right. If, if you've been living for someone else for a really long time, you've lost touch with it. So by creating intentional time and space, you can touch into it. You can tap into it. You can start to hear that inner voice that says, what do I want? What do I really, really want? It doesn't have to be like this, like infinitely large question, but just what do I want? Well, you know what? I like dark chocolate great noted dark chocolate it is yeah I like that and then what would be the next step the next step is give it to yourself (laughs) (laughs) give yourself what you want give yourself what you desire and um you know there's some things that you know you can do pretty quickly pretty easily you know even that week And there's other things that maybe you need to plan for. Maybe it's a girl's trip or, you know, head off to, you know, a spa retreat that you've always wanted to do. Put it on your calendar. Start scheduling it out there. You really deserve to be happy. So give it to yourself. Plan for it. 
have something to look forward to. Yeah, that word deserve is such a power word. It's a, it's a big shift when you, when you move from, I don't deserve this, I'm not worthy of this into, I do deserve this and I am worthy of this. A lot shifts your, your energy shifts, your posture shifts, your face shifts, everything really can, can make a a dramatic change with just quote unquote, just (laughs) like the hardest work we do. Um, Yeah. But slowly giving slowly treating yourself in that way and giving yourself what you desire slowly builds that muscle do you have a thought um on if for someone that maybe doesn't think they deserve um certain things is there something that they could do to kind of own that now and feel that what that they do deserve it yeah i mean there's a couple of things. So one is really starting to love yourself. So it, it kind of begins with self-love. So making time to acknowledge the things about yourself that are really wonderful, you know, make, make that list um, and, and acknowledge how great you already are, you know, don't, there's that voice and it's going to try to creep in there. Yeah, but yeah, but, and, you know, trying to tell you that there's something you need to do differently, but really focusing on who you are and what's amazing about you and building that self-love is a really great step in terms of finding the worthiness and the deservingness. Mm. I like that. Would you share with the listeners about the erotic blueprint work that you do just so they can have a an understanding of it? Absolutely. So the erotic blueprints are all about getting to know yourself better and then your partner. Um, the erotic blueprints were created by Jaya. She's a clinical sexologist with, gosh, over 20 something years of experience now, um, established author. And uh, there was a show Sex, Love and Goop that was on Netflix that gives a nice um framework and and demonstration of what it means to explore and and learn about your erotic blueprint. But the concept is that different people are turned on by different things. And what we see in the media and on television is just one form. And that's the sexual, right? Turned on by nudity and intercourse and, um, you know, pretty simple, straightforward to the point, you know, insert tab A into slot B and call it good. (laughs) orgasms and all the things but there are four other blueprint styles so there's an energetic which is turned on by space and tease and anticipation Uh, like very light touch or eye gazing that and if you want to kind of get a feel for this this is that moment before the kiss this is that tension that Mm. space of almost kissing The sensual is turned on by touch and uh, textures, smells, sights, things that are beautiful, things that sound good. So the sensual is very turned on by their environment of of beauty. So things like candles and bubble baths and flowers and chocolates are are how to to turn on a, a sensual. We talked about the sexual. The fourth one is kinky. So kinkies are turned on by anything that's taboo. 
And that just means it's taboo to you. So if doing it in the kitchen is, is <gasps> naughty, well, there's a turn on. Um, there, the kinky can be divide, subdivided then into like a psychological kinky, which is where we get into like dominance and submission types of uh, play or sensation-based kinky. So that's things like the ropes or the paddles or the floggers, things that have a, a physical sensation to them. And then the fifth blueprint is the shapeshifter. And the shapeshifter is D, all of the above. All the things and more of it. Um, so shapeshifters are very um, multifaceted in their turn on. They're sometimes turned on by things that are light and uh, soft, and sometimes they're turned on by, you know, something that's more kinky, and they're definitely turned on by the variety of it all. Um, so yeah, for people can check out my website if they want to dig in a little deeper, even have a conversation with me um, if they're interested in exploring that. But it has been life-changing for me to learn that there are other people like me turned on by variety and it doesn't make me bad, wrong, or broken. That it's perfectly acceptable way of living in this world and having those turn-ons. And of I course, think, I was just going to say, I think there's something really beautiful also in the exploration of the curiosity of just even hearing you say what you're saying right now. For some people, this is brand new and they've never even known this was something they can even learn about themselves or even explore and so I think it's just that idea of like, now it's like you're starting over and you have the freedom to explore it and you can start with yourself first. And then yeah. from there it can expand. That's one of the things I love about this. It's perfect for people who are single, who are looking to learn more about themselves because um, in the course, there are modules where you're exploring different types of touch and you can explore a lot of that with yourself. And, um, you know, if you are partnered, great. It's, a, you know, it's not too late. You can learn more about yourself and you can learn more about your partner. But it really is designed um, to really be focused on learning about yourself. That, that's above and beyond the, the, the most important piece. When you add another person, then it becomes more about communicating, communicating what you need and communicating how you'd like to receive it and then negotiating with that partner. Okay. You just hit on a really other, other important thing that I really speak to a lot now is like asking for what you need, because I think, um, I'm not projecting, but I, what I hear a lot of people from my community are coming from that people pleasing state, you know, and I think it comes from me probably because that's where I was. And so that's a <laughs> lot of the, the conversations I have. And I didn't even a full episode about the people pleaser, but um, and this isn't, I'm not necessarily talking about it just regarding like sex, obviously it's about life. Right. And it's like learning how to ask for what you need. And actually this reminds me of the podcast episode that we did on do the thing where we even went through an example of, uh, how to like practice the muscle and ask for what you need in a restaurant, you know, with the server and just doing it in a really fun, flirty kind of way just to kind of get comfortable with those muscles. So you guys have to check that episode out. I'll probably put it in the link here, but that, that idea of like that communicating what you need, but learning what you want, what you need first, you know? And so anyway, there's a, there's a combination there. That's just a power combo. 
<laughs> exactly. I, I've long held the belief that if you don't answer the question, if you don't ask the question, the answer is no. If you ask the question, there's at least some chance that there's a yes. So why not ask? So yeah, no, I'm all about that. And and again, it creates the space for negotiation. I can say, gosh, tonight I really am in the mood for X, Y, and Z. And, you know, person, whether it be romantic partner or it be, you know, your friend can say, gosh, I was really in the mood for Z, A, or B, you know, but maybe we can meet in the middle and kind of adjust Z to be a little bit like this so it fits for both of our needs. Or of course, alternating. Oh, tonight we'll have X and tomorrow we'll have A. <laughs> Negotiation is a great thing, but it does require speaking up and, and asking for what you want, which requires having at least some idea of what you do want. And it's okay to also not know and to say, this is a little messy. I'm not completely clear on it, but I think I'm in the mood for something that's a little more like, oh, it's kind of like this, but it's kind of like that, but then sort of a little with like a little of this thrown in. Does that make sense? You can have that conversation and be that vulnerable, even with somebody that you're just meeting and just going on a first date with. Yeah. And what I like to say is if the person you're with isn't like accepting of it, then that's your answer. <laughs> you know, That was easy. <laughs> you saved yourself a lot of time. Yes, yes, you did. That, yeah. Um, yes. No, no is a great answer. I, in fact, I don't trust people that don't have no's. If people can't say no, then I don't trust their yes. So give, give a good, clear no. If you're a good, clear no, give a good, clear no. Yeah. And if you're, if you're a hell yes, go all in. Yes. Enthusiastic. Yes. Hmm. So what is coming alive for you? Well, wait, before I ask that question, sorry, because that's like my last question. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> with the, um, with the vision board exercise that we're going to be doing with it, which is like that, uh, vision casting for the future partner. Do you have any suggestions for people on how to approach that? Hmm. Yeah, definitely keep in mind that this or something better. Um, yeah, really feel into it, right? We, our heads get in the way so much, um, you know, kind of drop down out of your head into your heart. What, what, how do you want to feel with this person? How do you want to be with this person? A little less on the doing side. So vision board around being and feeling. How do you, I've hear, I hear the, how do you want to feel a lot? And I'm wondering like, how, what, like, what does that mean? Like, how does that, how does that, um, how can someone tap into that and like maybe give just a few examples? Yeah. So again, dropping kind of down out of your head into your heart and starting to imagine a situation in which you're with said person and notice and just like start to visualize it, right? Imagine the setting of the city park, smell the hot dog stand um, hear the, the sound of the kids splashing in the pond, right? Just like put yourself in that setting. How does your, how do you feel? You know, do you feel relaxed? Do you feel energized? Do you feel like 
snugly cozy? Are you guys like cuddling in on the bench or are you playing tennis? Mm. Like, you know, how, how does your body feel? How does the experience feel? How are you experiencing it physically in your body? Yeah. And, and there's lots and lots and lots of feelings, of course, but yeah, yeah just kind of, you know, what are, what are you really going for? What do you want to feel? And if you're like me, the answer is everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be, I want to play tennis and I want to get all sweaty and then I want to snuggle in the blanket and then I want to do this and then I want that and I want to, I want to feel like this is my person who's you know, enthusiastic about life and passionate about a number of things and also great at snuggling. <laughs> and I would love to hear, is there anything else coming alive for you today after our conversation? I'm always just like so lit up and excited when I talk with you, Stacey. I, I love the way your brain works. I love the way you like piece things together. Um, and of course, you know, with my corporate background too, it's like, how do we However, like the lessons we learned for corporate and how they apply to relationships, just, I love the way that there's just this crossing over on a regular basis. So, yeah. So cool. Thank you. <laughs> and any parting words for the listeners on this, just this idea of where they're at right now and looking for love? Where you are at right now is perfect. Accept it. Embrace it. Don't be like, uh, I should this or shouldn't that quit shooting all over yourself, just <laughs> accept and love yourself exactly where you are and embrace it. You're here to learn. You're here to grow. So go for it. So good. And please share where they can learn more about you. And isn't there a quiz still on your site? Yep. So on my site, which is coach, the number four. And then GBS, the Grand Banquet of Sexuality. So coach for GBS.com. Um, on my site, yes, there is a link to the Erotic Blueprints quiz as well as some information about it. There's also the opportunity to do a, um, a call with me to dive into your personal wants and desires and what would make you feel more satisfied. So um you know what? I'll put a coupon code for 50% off of that. Uh, the coupon code will be Stacy. Oh, there you go. 50% so off a, a one-to-one -one call with me with the coupon code Stacy. That's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. Stacy with the E. Thank you so much. That's so cool. I appreciate it. No well, Thank you guys for joining the do the thing dating experiment. And here's to meeting someone in a whole new way.